Hello, you're listening to the Talk Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! And today's episode is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news that seems important to us, dive into the news, tell you everything that's going on, because it should be important to you, because it's important to us, and then hopefully, I'm just going to say hopefully, it's probably not going to happen, <laughs> we dive into the community and answer some questions from the community members, because uh, we have not done a discussional podcast for pretty much a month and a half now. It seems like it's been a while, and yet it seems like it hasn't been that long ago. <laughs> and, a, and a lot technically has happened, so it's not like I'm trying to dig up old news just for the sake of it. There's stuff that, you know, I kind of want to talk about that's happened over the last month and a half that, you know, we want to give our perspective on. Plus, as we kind of mentioned before, most people don't watch or look at the news for anime. A lot of people have stated that they just listen to our discussionals to get any idea what the hell's going on in anime. <laughs> Our previews and our discussional podcasts are the only way you technically should keep up on what's going on in anime because those two areas cover everything. Yeah, pretty much. That's important to us. And then, and then the music. And you only know what what good music there is because of us. That's, and the reviews because you only know what's the best reviews when we review it. Yeah, because we are amazing. And the first impressions. That's where you get your idea of what's the best <laughs> animes to watch in the first impressions. Unless Except just, for one show. <laughs> Except for one show. You it's guys right. know you, I was it's the it. greatest one ever. That's all right. I was we just it. suck it. Don't yeah, mock it. <laughs> We're not mocking it. It sounded very mocking. No. This I'm e- actually no. I'm actually I'm actually acknowledging it is the greatest. It's it is it's got it's got its good stuff in it. So it's fine. It's fine. Probably still watch it. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we're from my talkaspear.com website. You can go there for all of our anime, new and old, great community form links, top social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, like I said, we're doing our discussionals where we just dive through the news, uh, let you know what's going on in the anime world, give our perspective on things, and then uh, say goodbye. So anything outside of anime or anything in general that you want to talk about? It's been a long time, so if there's anything... Typically, typically we, we, you're kind of sprinkling throughout the other podcasts. We're finally all the way caught up. Yes. So that's good. Somebody was mentioning, I love all these podcast episodes, but don't kill yourself coming back. And it's like, well, we're done. It's We're good. <laughs> no, now, we, we, we finally caught up this week. And Andrew popped on something that I was not expecting this month. And I was like, whoa, hey, this show again. Yay. Oh, fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> I figured probably with that fairy tale one, because I still haven't, I haven't got a chance to post the last fairy cast that we did. So I'll probably hopefully do that sometime this week. I got a review for 80 Police that I have to post as well that I was supposed to do this week. But yeah, I'll probably post the fairy cast one sometime this week. And I'm thinking probably for the next fairy cast, it'll probably be that segment. Because it's a a large segment between the two arcs. Because we kind of stopped like right after that, the last gate, whatever thing ended. Mm -hmm. And technically it went on for another like 20 episodes before the next big arc starts. Right. So I might just have us do that segment. Okay. So for those that listen to our fairy cast, I don't know whatever episode that is. So when, when between what we ended with and what the next big arc starts, you'll know that's what we're watching next. So if you want to keep along with us and uh, keep doing that, so that's a lot of fun. But yeah, it was. It's been a long time. Plus you got plus you got the game coming it, well, here soon. And, and and that's, the thing so that's is, been pretty is, hype, huh? You got the fairy tale game coming here soon, so that's pretty hype. I can't wait. They showed another trailer showing the. I was actually Magnolia, thinking about that the other places. day. I was playing something and I happened to think of that and I was like, oh, I really, really want to play that game already. Yeah. Probably uh, one of their games with the, like the Atelier games or something. 
One of those, probably. Was I? I don't know. I doubt it. I'm assuming because the same studio or same. No, I think it was. Um, I maybe we were maybe it was Fairy Tale the other day, and oh, it was because I was playing Resident Evil Remake that reminded you of it. I doubt it. <laughs> the like, only man, other game I really want to play Fairy Tale right now. <laughs> the only other game is is Zelda, and I seriously doubt that was what made me think of it. Doubt it. I think it. I think it was more along. Maybe it was just that Fairy when, when you turned on Fairy Tale, I went, man, I really want to play that game. No, seriously, I we're getting really, really close to the point in which which I'm actually going to be getting into new fairy tale that I haven't watched yet, and I'm so excited. Yeah, well, I, I still never know when you're on I, new stuff. I know or not, that I seen... when when the old lady showed up, I was like, "Oh, I know who that is," and you're like, "Who?" And I'm like, "You know who I'm talking about," kind of. No, thing. <laughs> I, I it wasn't until later when when that that kind of parting in the carriage. Let's just say that. When somebody was in the carriage and, and the mm-hmm. old lady was there, I, I remembered I had seen that episode. So, oh, yeah. gotcha. Um, the but I do know. No, don't do it. Oh, <laughs> well, gosh. Well, don't forget. Don't forget it's been nearly three years since I watched Fairy yeah, Tale. Yeah. So, it's, it's been a long I'm just about the scene itself. The whole no, don't do it. Don't get out of the carriage thing. <laughs> oh, I know who that is. Cry. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool. It was. I, it was a great, great. It was a great bunch of scenes. But yeah, I so I went on big vacation. I got Resident Evil 2 remake. Finally got to play that. Just like drilled through it when I was down there. Even played it again when I came back here just to play the other side first, which is pretty cool because you could technically play the game four different ways. And I so I really enjoyed that one. I'm, I'm glad it turned out as good as it did. Good. Three, I'm not so sure about just because we technically had an entire nemesis in this one. So it's like, <laughs> why are we doing this? I, I was frustrated by the fact they put a, a nemesis, Mr. X, wherever he is. Uh, in this one, because like you're gonna make three, why'd you do that? But they're they're claiming it's gonna be different, so we'll we'll see. I also picked up on Void Crossing, so Andrew's playing another gotcha game. Pretty much giving up on my yeah, dear I'm, record. I'm 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 trying so hard not to get that one because Andrew is I make sure really to turn the sound effects up really so teasing me with it. It's hey. very 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 free to play friendly. Like the only play, the, I, I think the only thing that people pay into is if you want to get like the. Which is the part, the only part that I don't like is the, if you, it's like 1,400 paid quartz or something like that, quartz, gems or what, Mag, Mago, I think it's called Mago, uh, just to like do this quote unquote character raising project and then it gives you like a ton of rewards and hues and it's like that's the only part where I'm like, that's kind of dirty. But the rest of it, like you can raise up ranks of characters you roll, they give you free characters all the time that are epics and and high rank characters, so... It's very friendly. I only enjoy it, of course, because it's got like, it's got uh, Torador characters, it's got Strike the Blood characters, Sword Online characters, uh, even uh, Valkyria Chronicles, which is kind of weird. Uh, Railgun, like just tons of IPs that are in there. The the thing Shana, that sucks, of course, Shana. <laughs> I if I if I do do this switch over, I would probably dump um, Fate Go. I, I don't I know why you haven't. You keep saying you will. I hate. I am so <laughs> so tired of Fate Go. I really am, and it's and it's frustrating because I I had this kind of stuck point where I'm literally right now. I'm I, I'm actually kind of playing again because the the Grail thing just really irritated me when we got to talking about the uh, uh, that you might have missed out on Grail. I might have missed a Grail or two, and that irritated the snot out of me. He's like, you got so many 100s already. How'd you do that? 
I, well, and, and, and as I was counting them up, I wasn't that far off. I maybe missed one or two, maybe three. Um, and it was mostly because I'm... I think it was I'm, two. I think we figured two. Seems like that. And it, really what it was is I was using them on lower level characters to get them up to level 90 instead of going all the way to 100. But it still seemed like a lot that Andrew had had to have had to get as many as he had. So I think I want you to use 10, right? Yeah, I want you to use 10. No, I've used 15. 15 is yeah. what we figured. John Alter, Arishka um, Gill, and Scortoria. Right. The best. <laughs> I only raised John because, like, I realized, man, I use her all the time. She just destroys everything. Why wouldn't I grail her? Yeah, I was grailing. Um, I grailed um, Kuro. I grailed Anne, not Anne. It was the 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 two, the the Lolly and the um, Mary and Reed. The Mary Reed. I I grailed her up to uh, ninety, and not Anne Bonnie. He wouldn't grail Anne Bonnie. <laughs> no. She's too big. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you gotta get the bunny Elizabeth, girl. Elizabeth, I think I grailed up to 90, uh, because I needed a, a Lancer and she was the lolliest of the batch and more lolly than, uh, Anna. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Medusa Lily. No, she, she wasn't out when I, uh, uh, grailed her. Oh, it sucks that you can't like go take. Yeah, give. exactly. <laughs> That's my thinking. <laughs> take from this one give to this one like not make it permanent kind of thing but i guess that's the whole point of making it so rare and and precious but no like i I think you just have to wait for the reruns for those events and just get them there yeah they just give us crystallized lures so (laughs) if they haven't done the rerun already then you're just screwed yeah (laughs) then you're just screwed which i don't think i i i do know that there's one in the the race across the world or something like that that they had that i think i missed one there yeah that'll be this year they'll do it they'll do it again i'm just looking forward to let's see um scotty of course because quick quick buffs is is awesome i'm not necessarily that big fan of of scotty herself um of course all the swimsuits and that's it. I, there isn't really a n- huge amount of stuff this year that's really like, oh my gosh, I have to get that. So it's, that's good. Mm-hmm. Let's go for the bank. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I didn't get uh, what's her face the the assassin of um, apocrypha. I've, I've I've thrown everything I have at her. I'm like, okay, I'm getting that one. So I have to wait for the Karen Kyokai, which is the more frustrating one because I think that's never got a rerun. Are they just got another rerun of it? So that's going to be like one of those. Well, servants I already, you, but it's know, only four stars, so it's a lot easier to get. I already know that I will be investing into that the company, the Bird Girl, for the Bird. You got to get your Tama. I will be getting my Tama. <laughs> yeah, There's, that's the one I do want. But I think that's next year, isn't it? Yes, that's early, next, early next year. We're we're we figured it was next year sometime. Yeah, and uh, shooting Joji has also once again just seems to hate me. I yeah, poured, I poured everything I, into her too. It so. looks like she hates me too. So. <laughs> every every time she comes up, and I go, because I'm not so doing funny. it again. And I do it, and I don't get her. <laughs> She's one of the few that I do actually save up for, and I end up missing out on her every time she comes up. So yeah, I, I she just, I don't think she's I think great. she hates the house. I think she does doesn't like dogs. That's what it is. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and it's not that I think that she's a great like 
skill set character. She's it's just totally Aoyuki. voice actress. Aoyuki, that's all that is. And she and it's totally She sells Aoyuki. that character too. Yeah. She's she's got that great voice for that character. So it's like I want it so bad, but she don't want to come to my job there, as they say. So yeah, that's um I think that's pretty much it. We also watched the last of well, the quote unquote last of Zoko Wari Monogatari, so I totally forgot to put together the outline for that, so we're not recording that this weekend, <laughs> but we will talk about that one as well. Um, I was half and half on it. I really wasn't sure if they are going to pull it together, and they technically did, but uh, spoilers for that. We'll, we'll wait, I guess. And that's it. I guess, I guess that's it. Anything else? Not really. I started Zelda. Stole it from me? Stole it from you. <laughs> Played a crap ton of Pokemon while I was down there too, so that was that was. Fun. I I I, keep, I I kept going back to Pokemon. I really I've I've got my my Pokemon up to just under fifty, and then I'll go and do the next uh, gym. Yes, I'm. I you still I haven't way, finished. It? I way out level. I way out level crap. I'm glad I got most of the Pokemon from the other brother. <laughs> glad I got him shield. <laughs> I was like, he's like, which one should I get? I'm like, just get shield. He's like, why? It doesn't, because uh, you, you don't have that one? I'm like, well, yeah, because Chris has that one. And I don't know how long Chris going to take before he gets to the end and gets me all the exclusives. So <laughs> I, I've invested so that I can get it from him. <laughs> but that was that was a lot of fun. We were just sitting there breeding like crazy and, and did all the Eevee stuff. And he got frustrated by the Eevee thing because he'd raise up an Eevee and it wouldn't evolve properly because something wasn't set right. It was it was a lot of fun. We had like this time period of like two hours with like nothing but Eva just over and over go over and again in the in the room, just repeating Eva, 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 Eva as they're were raising up their uh, affinity and everything like that, and then trying to breed them. So it was that was fun. Ah, the game is a time sink though. My gosh, and there's more coming. Yes, there is. Looking forward to that. I like the, I like the outfits and stuff for that one. I. But we'll, we'll probably talk more about that. Let later. me let me finish up Zelda. I, I, it shouldn't take me long to do that one. That I, I've already gotten through three of the dungeons, and I only really sunk maybe three or four hours in it. It it's such a fast game. I didn't realize how how fast I'm blasting through that game. But take into consideration, I do. They were trying to make it faithful, and those old games technically weren't that long. Once you they weren't that long, and plus, you <laughs> if you know how to do it, you you're that's what I mean. Once slamming through it, once you know what you're doing, those those old games just were well, and they kept faithful. So it is nice. It is nice to the nostalgia factor. I mean, I'm actually surprised. The only thing that I don't like, I don't like Link's sprite for whatever daggum reason. That was a big selling point for most people when it first released the trailer. Really? So. I, that, that's that actually, and the blur, which I still don't the like. The blur doesn't bother me. The, um, I hated the, that in, in RP, or was it 3 Dot Heroes? I hated that, and they did the same thing. The 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 rest of the world, very faithful. I really am enjoying it. I like the aesthetic in general. The, just Link. The Link is the only thing that bothers me. I don't... I do kind of not care for the new button scheme and that is such a strange thing and that's almost a nitpicky thing um mostly because i do like the fact of how how this they worked around the fact that there was only two buttons on the game boy right and with the extra buttons they went ahead and uh put distinct things on those buttons so like you're um they actually put instead of actually having to equip the Pegasus boots, which makes it to where you could charge, you actually automatically have it equipped and you're just using your 
uh, L trigger button to do the charge, which was something that you actually had to use on a mapped button uh, along with the sword if you wanted to run and, and, and cut something down or run and jump. Right, you were constantly swapping between them in the middle. Right, <laughs> which in in some respects is nice because it makes it to where it's easier. You don't have to deal with all the button mapping, but at the same time, it's kind of takes away from it a, a little bit. But hey, that's nitpicking at that point. Yeah. Okay. And I guess the only other thing is I started up Final Fantasy fourteen Realm Reborn again. So <laughs> we started playing that again last night again. So yay, fumbling around in dungeons trying to remember all of your buttons. It's always fun. Tanks Dance plays... Dang it, I forgot. I thought they covered it that. <laughs> There's no more shield uh, oh, so Why the hell do they have a button for it? Uh, that was fun. Always getting people killed by not putting up your your tank stance. Yeah. All right, well, I guess we should finally get into it. Uh, again, jump into these news, Pete's, and let you guys know what's going on. First one we have is first teaser release for Sing Yesterday for Me. This is a series that is being done by Dogokobo, which we talked about this a little bit in our... I don't know where it was. I think it was in our preview for last season. Or the first impression, something like that. We were mentioning the fact that like next season is like stupid busy, and we were kind of freaking out by the fact that it looked like Dogokobo was doing like a full-on drama, which is very rare for them, because they're usually going just for cute girls doing cute things, which they absolutely excel at. But um, it'll be cool to finally see them doing a full-on drama, Different art style to it. Looks visually beautiful just because Dogokobo, for some reason, pulls together some great visuals. Uh, the uh, Japanese title is Yesterday o Otate, which is a uh, based off a of manga, of course. And um, the character designs, you might, if you look at this, it looks a little bit familiar. The guy that did Tada Never Falls in Love is doing the character designs, which is Junichiro Taniguchi. And uh, it's going to be running for 12 episodes. Plus six more via stream only, so they're going to do a 12-episode broadcast on television. Of course, we don't really care about that because we're going to get it all streamed anyways. Uh, but in Japan, they're going to have six additional episodes after that that will be streamed for everybody. So hopefully whoever gets the 12 episodes over here to stream, hopefully they get all of it. And so we can watch all of it because it looks great. It does look freaking gorgeous. This is going to be on the Noom Animation block. I thought that was uh, Noi Tamina when I first seen it. <laughs> no, Noom Animation. Uh, it's going to be running on April 4th, so it's going to be in spring. And the synopsis is, The coming of age story follows a university graduate named Riko, Rikuo, uh, who has not been able to find a permanent employment after college. A mysterious woman named Haru, who uh, has a pet crow, and uh, Rikuo's former university classmate, Shinako. Cool stuff. Yes, excited. I, I, num, number one, it being from Dogokobo is is exciting. The fact that it 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 looks as gorgeous as it does. I mean, nothing. I I cannot stress enough how bad I want to watch this show. This it looks freaking amazing. The backgrounds and environments look absolutely. Uh, they're going for that kind of photorealistic, very uh, theatrical movie. Uh, kind of polished given to it which is fantastic it's funny because i i at first was like hey that kind of looks like uh some character designs from erased and then yeah. i see more of I it i'm like that. it kind of looks okay no tata never falls in love i wonder if junichiro did uh uh erased as well 
I figured they would mention it in this article. I guess it's probably just the girl. She looks very uh, like the girl from Erased, so... And this Maybe is a this is it. a key animator, key animator. Um, so he's definitely gonna be all over the animation. I wonder if they have this in Japanese because it's Boku Dachi something for Erased. It's just gotta be that character. I also did uh, Nozaki Kun character designs. Uh, let's see here, love mucho, great stuff there. Uh, Magia Record, doing that as well. All over the place. Uh, Prison Prison School. school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good stuff there. It looks really fantastic. I'm I'm already already was excited for it back when we were talking about it before. We'll probably gush about more in the preview for next season, which, like I've mentioned before, is looking absolutely insane. To the point that there's any multi-course shows, I'm like, I don't even know if I want to bother because I'm going to be super busy next season anyways. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's great. Hopefully, I don't know, let's see if Num, on, Num, Num Animation block turns into something like a Noitamina blocks going forward. I couldn't find a uh, breakdown on it, but I'll probably look into them later to find out what why that's such a... If that's going to be another art block going forward. Or if it's kind of focused on a certain type of stuff. Maybe coming of age stuff, more adult stuff. But this one looks more like an adult story, which is cool too. Let's see, uh, Gigi no Kitaro, the anime, is finally coming to an end <laughs> in March. It's been running for a total of two years, but for all those that are currently watching it, know that, uh, I'm sorry, but it's 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 going gonna, it's gonna to end soon. But uh, yeah, that was one that I keep wanting to go back to because it, I did it enjoy just, it. I wish I had stuck with it. I really do. It just bites that I got so far behind. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, there was nothing wrong with it. That's that's the frustrating thing. Is like yeah. there was technically nothing wrong with it. It's just I think it was in a season that was really heavy, and so we got kind of sidetracked away from it. But it was one of those ones that I did technically like all the little stories they were doing on it. So unfortunate, but um, everything has to come to an end eventually surprised it went as long as it was that was one that we kept looking at and going oh wait crap that one's on still <laughs> awesome awesome stuff let's see here speaking of noitamina the director that was is known for doing sword online and erased is currently set to be doing a show for the noitamina block in april so i guess look forward to something i don't know they haven't said if it's going to be an original series or if there's a particular show that he is going to be directing but uh, it is odd that that would be announced before the show itself. So it kind of gives me a thought that it might be an original series. But um, we always like knowing Tomato Block series, besides a couple here and there. <laughs> so it'll be excited to see what he can pull together. Because despite people's hatred for the ending, I love to race to death. We enjoy Sword Online. So I'll be excited to see what he ends up having going forward. Huchitama is this season? Yeah. Uh-huh. And KG Fugo KG Balance Unlimited is next and Promise Neverland 2 is after that. Yeah, Promise Neverland's in October. Right. So Fujo Fugo KG is next. That's by Cloverworks. So unless they have two shows on one block, I technically I guess it would be Fujo KG Balance Unlimited. It's two guys and that's two uh, two voice actors that they're talking about, so Tomohito. It says right there. 
So yeah, Fugo Keji, Balance, Unlimited. He will be directing it. <laughs> and uh, that should be the original series because I don't see any source materials on this page. So It said it was done, uh, written by an original. Yeah, I'm saying it doesn't have source material on the thing. They usually do that, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Cloverworks going to be doing it. And um, written by Yasutaka Tsutsui. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to look into that, spice all it together when we do our, our first impressions, or not first impressions, our preview, but uh, that'll give you a taste on it. I don't have any story content on this page, so hopefully by then we'll have a, at least a synopsis for it. A synopsis for it. Cool stuff. Good research in there, Chris. Getting down to the bottom of information. Done? Yes. Okay. Digimon Adventures is coming back. Yay! It's going to be coming back as a new TV anime reboot, which is airing in April. They say the new anime takes place in 2020 and will feature an all-new story centering on Taichi. When he was in his fifth year in elementary school, his partner, Agman. Uh, the story begins in Tokyo when a large-scale network malfunction occurs. Taichi is preparing his weekend summer camping trip. When an incident happens, Taichi's mother and his younger sister... Uh, Hikari gets stuck on a train and won't that won't stop moving and Taichi heads up to Shibuya in order to help them. However, on his way there, he encounters a strange phenomenon and sweeps him into the digital world along with the other Digi Destin. This is one of those that I wonder I wonder if we would enjoy it now as much as we did back then. Mm, doubt it cuz it's probably going to be very geared towards kids, kids and I don't exactly. know. See, that's the thing, because... I know that that... Technically, that, with, like, a lot of Western stuff, whenever they reboot stuff like this, they usually try to put in a, you know, humor and stuff that adults would kind of get interested right. in. Whereas in Japan, typically when something is kind of rebooted, they keep it to, like, the faithful to the yeah. original, and are they're going after a new kid audience. They're not necessarily trying to do something for the fans that grew up. So. Right. Technically... An example, Sailor Moon. All right. It was kind of like, okay, yeah, they rebooted it, but it's still faithful to the original. It's not really technically going for an adult audience, even though there's technically stuff in there that's pretty grown-up-esque. <laughs> Violence and stuff like that, but that's Japan for you. So, yeah, I don't know. It will, well, we'll see. It's um, it's cool, though. Um, if For the big fans of it that probably would love to see it rebooted, it's, it's always a cool thing. I don't technically remember it looking that great back then, so... Right. They could use a reboot if mm-hmm. they actually do a good job on it this time around. Probably won't. If they're, if they're gearing it for kids, they're probably not going to try to make it fantastical or better than it originally was, but... There you go. Encouragement of Climb is getting a new project. That's about all we know. <laughs> so look forward to that. Hopefully we get more anime, because that's a show that me and Chris have enjoyed in the past. Very cutesy, very... Uh, similar to laid back camp, very laid back and just watch cute girls having fun. This last season was a little bit heavy on the drama. For some reason that the two cute girls decided to be not cute to each other for a while. <laughs> and we thought that they were gonna have a huge falling out. It was like hyper, like stressful because was they, not, they don't need to be upset at each other. It was not as Iyashi K as it normally is. <laughs> Because we were traumatized. We didn't want them to break up. They were the bestest friends. But no, it's 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 just a cute little show. So 
take a take a gander at it if you if you have not already. It's it's a short, so it's not huge investment if you want to check it out. But yeah, love those characters. Um, sad news, and Chris pretty much technically alluded to it a minute ago, unless I cut it out because it might have been too low on volume. I don't know. <laughs> the Promised Neverland is uh, coming back in October, so it wasn't the spring or summer, something closer than that time frame where we're kind of looking forward to because. Technically, it should have aired this season because it was last winter that the first part started. So, but we'll have to wait a little bit longer. October, fall, twenty twenty is finally when the Promised Neverland will come back. So, excited! I'm excited for you. <laughs> That's about all I was expecting. Unless you're like, yeah, technically, I want to get back into it. So, uh, something else I want to get back into: World Trigger. That one's coming back. I really Excited. need to go back to that. I didn't like it at all. I know you <laughs> this didn't. This was the three mouth guy. Right. Well, that doesn't bother me. It, it bothered it, the hell out of me. I know it did. Um, <laughs> that was like it, my entire but, review for, I don't know what I did, review or first impressions. I was like, hey, this show, the stupid three mouth guy all the time. It It's it's one of those, that it, with with all the, the, the shonens, I, I kind of like to keep at least a rough idea of what's going on in it and this is one of those that kind of slipped through the cracks mostly because it just it didn't catch our interest at the time and it it, it was one of those that kind of went on our list of shame honestly so i wouldn't go that far but okay <laughs> well we did get kind of a bit of flack for letting that one go did we yeah we did i missed that one that was a long time ago long time ago yeah like a walking meme emote face guy We'll see. I don't know. That that technically went on for two seasons before, so this will be technically, I guess, the third season. But man, 2015. That was like right when we were starting up the big yeah. Otaku Spirit podcast and everything. Brand change. Good stuff there. Good stuff there. Be excited if you're a World Trigger fan. I'm so happy for you. Moving on to Funimation news. They have hired two new executives to their management team. Uh, the first one is Suihara uh, Asa who will be overseeing content investment, acquisitions, partnership across multiple areas, including streaming, home entertainment, and licensing. He is, uh, I guess, for people listening to this, is well-known for helping establish Anaplex of America offices back in 20, 2005. Uh, let's see here. We also have uh, Kelly, Kelly Yale. Kelly L. Roberts, I guess that's how you pronounce that. Apologies. <laughs> will be uh, in a newly created role. She will be overseeing the strategy and execution of all projects and technologies. Uh, she will also be in charge of user experience. So hopefully she can fix the stupid Apple TV app that I despise with all burning passion. Nothing. Nothing. I just hate every time I select a show, it goes into the menu again. It's like I don't need the sidebar menu every time I select a show. I'm already in that pain. Don't move me out of it. It's like it's like clicking on a link somewhere in a website and suddenly the all the menus up top come down and like you need to see these. <laughs> it's like no, I don't want to go somewhere else. I'm going to here. Anyways, come on, Roberts. You got this. Now this this kind of goes along with everything we've been talking to or talking about for like the last what, 2 years now. All these people coming in as long as they fix Funimation. That's what we're only, that's all we're asking for. We don't want Funimation to fail. We want them to get better. Technically, here soon, we're going to be talking about something that's going to take them back down a little bit. But this is good. 
keep bringing them up, bring people from the outside because there's obviously something going on inside that needs to be fixed. And if they can do it, all the power to them. Um, Robert's previously worked in uh, product and technology for Discovery Communications and started her career as an engineer in CNET Networks. So there you go. We'll see. We'll see if they can do something. They hired four, four executives. Yeah, we talked about the other ones. Ah. Uh. One while back. So. Yep. An ongoing trilogy or saga on the Otaku Spirit anime cast. Uh, moving on to fun stuff that Funimation wouldn't touch with a 50-foot pole. Saki we'll and the Succubus later. Hungers. <laughs> Saki the Succubus Hungers tonight. Manga is ending on January 24th. So for all those who are currently reading it, because it does have a publishing over in the West by Seven Seas and go- their Ghost Ship label. Um, know that it is uh, eventually going to come to the end. Uh, Saki-chan is a beautiful young woman and just a little naive. She may seem harmless and she wanders the streets, or as she wanders the streets, but beware. She is a brand new succubus who thrives on the lust of men. She just is not very good at it yet. <laughs> when she finds herself in the opportunity to move in with a 30-something man who never slept with a woman before, she like uh, she takes it just like she take she'll take care or she, t- she takes it just like she'll take him. <laughs> or eventually, this sweet and sexy com- comedy about a uh oh, Take it, or okay, they're talking about his virginity, I'm guessing. Uh, the sweet and sexy comedy about Nova's sex demon and her virgin partner will leave you satisfied, but always hunger for more. I absolutely have to read this. <laughs> Immediately, my mind goes to that other show about the succubus that, uh, like, sprays it out instead of drinks blood. No, that was, that. that was, um... Oh, that was a vampire. That was a vampire. Um... I got, like, vibes of that going on there. But, yeah. Oh my gosh! Why can't I? I love that shit. That's oh, vampire. She was a yeah. She anime. was like anti-vampire or something like that. Comedy. She always like overflowed. It was Chibi Vampire. Was always the overflowed. was the um was the Chibi manga. Vampire? Yeah. Well, what happened? Karen. Karen Chan. Oh, you're talking about her name. I got you. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I have to might check that out. Thanks, Seven Seas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving forward, we have uh, Shoji Kawamori has been appointed as Chief Creative Officer of Small Worlds Theme Park. Um, this is going to be, this of course is an indoor theme park featuring min- miniatures of uh, settings, including Sailor Moon and Evangelion. Um, it's going to be opening in April 25th in the Tokyo's Ariake. How cool is that? So, it looks so awesome. I don't. I think I've seen stuff on this, but I've never actually seen the videos. And they have like a whole bunch of videos available now uh, of like, like the entire opening sequence of Evangelion, like the car driving and everything, going to the cliff, showing all the the town as it raises up, as as uh, as she's kind of telling Shinji about what he's protecting, and it just looks freaking insane. They have the whole Evangelion like being taken out of the the restraints and over to the elevator and shooting up and it's all done like really small scale so really really cool stuff i would i would love to go actually watch look at this uh they have some other stuff like they have you know planes taking off and rockets that they've created as little miniatures 
It just looks absolutely incredible. Kind of reminds me of the old days where our dad had a, a little miniature set for trains and stuff and all the little miniature stuff that went with it. So, um, yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Hope eventually could be able to check something like that out. I don't know how long it, hopefully it stays open. <laughs> so eventually when I get down to Japan, I can check it out. That'd be, that'd be awesome. So cool stuff. Glad, glad to hear he's got something cool like that going on and, um, hope to see more stuff coming out. Moving on tons and tons of Netflix news. So let's get this started. First off, they are going to be streaming Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution film on February 27th. So, if you don't know, this is the 3D CGI remake of, of Pokemon movies. So, cool stuff there if you if you like Pokemon and wanted to check out that CG movie that they did. Uh, let's see here. We have Netflix stream Studio Ghibli films. So, apparently they're coming back with Studio Ghibli films on, on Netflix. So, be excited for that. If you don't live in U.S., Canada, or Japan, because <laughs> obvious licensing issues there, um, Disney and stuff like that, so unfortunate, but that's that is what it is. But cool for everybody outside of that area. Check out. Are all they those on great... Disney Plus? I don't know. I know HBO has announced they're going to be doing uh, streaming for it on HBO Max. I would imagine. I think we talked about it being on Disney. I think, I think. Who wants to get Disney Plus though? The vault mm. is wide open. Oh, there's a there's a post saying why isn't it on here? <laughs> um, bunch of videos of people saying it won't be. I guess it's just HBO Max is going to be getting them. So you have to do HBO Max, which I guess technically we have. No, it's not technically HBO Max. I don't know how HBO Max works when you have HBO. I know there's different apps, so I don't know. Maybe I'll unsubscribe from one and get the other. Well, technically one's free, so <laughs> I'm not going to unsubscribe from something I get for free. Uh, cool stuff, though. It looks like uh, it's going to start February 1st. They're going to do Castle in the Sky, Totoro, Kiki, uh, Only Yesterday, Pocoroso, Ocean Waves, and Earthsea. And then March, they're going to go on for there for Naiska, Mononoke, Princess Mononoke, uh, Yamada's Spirited Away, Cat Returns, Arietta, and Princess Kaguya. And then finally, April 1st, Pompoko, Whisper of the Heart, Howl's Moving Castle, uh, Ponyo, uh, Poppy Hill, Wind Rises, and Marnie was there. So, cool stuff. I'll just buy them on Blu ray. Screw it. <laughs> Rather than subscribe to watch those, I'll just buy them. They're like dirt cheap anymore on Blu ray. So, don't ask me why I haven't got them yet. Uh, moving on, we have uh, Netflix as Dragon Quest Your Story, the CG anime film, on uh, February 13th. So that's actually one that I kind of wanted to watch. I was actually surprised how positive people were about it, even though it was like a full CGI Dragon Quest movie. But um, apparently did well, so maybe I'll, maybe I'll have to check that out. So since it's technically, what, a few days away. So there you go. Excited for that one at all? Have you checked anything on that one? Mm-mm. No? Didn't know it existed? Nope. <laughs> there you go. Chris stayed on top of it. He's learning here, too. That's the cool thing, is what yeah. we learned, too. Um, of course, most of the stuff I, I learned about doing this. So, it helps everybody. Um, big B-Star news. 
we have first, Beastar is finally going to uh, air outside of Japan on Netflix on March 13, which technically is about the typical. It usually is a like a double season away. Every time something comes out, we get it like two seasons later. So we'll finally be able to watch that. Uh, the only unfortunate thing, kind of unfortunate, is we already have a season two greenlit, so it's kind of one of those things where I struggle with, like, do I watch the first part or should I just wait till it's all released? Which if always comes up. That ends up being our end up issue, and we end up trying to yeah. Sometimes watch it them all works out with like Carol on Tuesday. We did remember to watch it, even though we did wait for the whole thing to release. But some of them kind of get lost in the mix after waiting for the second part to hit. So, and this is one that we were. We were interested in, but not not as hot as we were as Carol and Tuesday, and we almost didn't watch Carol and Tuesday, so... I was pretty sad on watching Carol and Tuesday, though. But no, that's, that's, that's definitely one that I've I've been pretty dang hyped about ever since I've seen the video for it. It's just unfortunate that it got Netflixed, which we'll talk about again later. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> we'll bash Netflix some more later. Uh... Yeah, the uh, Beastars manga creator also, uh, Paru Itakaki, has stated that the uh, that they are going to be going into their final moments of the uh, manga. So it says in, is in sight. So if you were reading the manga, know that it's going to be coming to a conclusion here soon. So cool stuff. Cool, cool Beastar stuff. Excited for that. I don't know. I, I, that might be one of those ones where I'll probably just check out the first few episodes, and if it really grabs me, I'll probably binge the entire first season. But I do. I, I, I kind of want to get a taste of it, so I might watch the first few episodes on March when it hits. So cool stuff. And finally, Netflix will be streaming the One Piece live action series. So big fans of One Piece, be excited for the live action series. I actually. I'm I'm actually in this kind of disbelief of there's a a, a live action One Piece, and then I, I I I'm I'm sitting here scratching the back of my brain trying to remember. I seem to remember seeing something about this a long time ago. So, and it says something about 2017 in the on the little thing down there. So yeah, that's odd. The Hollywood adaptation of it. There was a Hollywood adaptation. It is the Hollywood live action adaptation of the uh, One Piece manga. I didn't. I definitely wouldn't have figured Hollywood did it. How funny! Yep, yep. I don't remember. I think I've seen clips of it, but it, it, that's 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 me. I, I seem to remember seeing something like that, but it's been a long. It seems like it's been a long time. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Uh, for those that are fans of Lovely Complex or have wanting to watch it, it is getting added to the Crunchyroll, or it has been added to the Crunchyroll uh, catalog. I was really excited to see that Gargantua, The Virtuous Planet, episodes 14 and 15, and the OVAs hit Crunchyroll as well. So that was one of those ones like way back when we watched it, and I started hearing about other stuff coming out, and they never got it. I was very frustrated because I wanted to watch more of it because I really did enjoy it. So now I can finally that watch it. That one was one of those that kind of got dumped off at the last point, too. Dumped off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This seems to be yeah. a. Yeah. I, it, yeah. It's been a long time, but yeah. it seems like it was kind of dumped off yeah. at a bad spot. I don't know if I can. Yeah. I don't remember that too much, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, it was back when we first started this thing that we watched that one. That was back when we didn't 
critique everything for having manga bait and light novel bait stuff at the end of it. <laughs> no, we got, we've always been we got, pretty pretty harsh on that kind of stuff. So <laughs> we got called it really quickly after a few years of of watching everything and going, "Damn, everything doesn't end." So there you go, there you go. But I am excited for that. Uh, also excited for Log Horizon, which is getting a third season in October. Oh my gosh, I gotta get caught up on that show. <laughs> you do? I'm like way back in the first yeah, season. Yeah, I'm at least halfway through the second season. I have to buy it just to force myself to watch it. And that's how I, that's the only way I can get caught up on these shows is if I buy it, even though I didn't do that for Chihai Furu and I bought that entire series and I have Buy the series yet. and we'll, we'll have an excuse to watch the entire yeah. thing. Yeah. I want to say that I got pretty late in the second core. Because that's been, that, did that have two cores in each? season do you remember no i don't come on Chris. i just You're the log horizon got, expert i just remember i got farther than you yeah 25 each season so yeah i only got two cores into it i think i got like midway through the second core of four cores so no i did get in the second season i don't remember i don't remember something about them doing this one raid dungeon and there was like some pot of gold at the end of it or was that before the part where they had the whole NPC thing? Question mark. No, the NPC, the NPC thing was thing. the was what was kind of interesting us. But no, that was know what, the, that's what you were kind of using as like, holy crap, this is doing something insane. But I don't remember if I went back and watched it just to find out what that was, and then I dropped off of it again. But I do remember like this whole raid dungeon thing they were doing, and I got really bored of that really quickly. I think I got around here, so I was I was on the third core. This must be, it was so far back that we watched this show that it's on the old account with uh, his old account that would have all the point in which he would be at. So that's why we don't know where Chris is at. But I think I was about 13th of the second season. I don't remember. It was somewhere around there they were doing something that I remember was kind of, I was so close though. But I got to start over now. It's been too long. Database. Get some da- I'm totally putting database in the outro for this episode. <laughs> or would it be the intro? That was an intro. No, it wasn't. It was, it was an intro. intro. Was it an intro? In something in the database. Database. Yeah. Yeah, database. That's all you need is database. Whoa, 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 whoa. Database. <laughs> Anyways, super cool. Happy for all Log Horizon fans. I will give it another shot. That was one of those ones that technically had a lot of cool stuff that it was doing. And maybe I'll be a little different to it this time around and be able to enjoy it more. Because there was a lot of characters I did enjoy in it. Uh, let's see here. Moving on. We have... Like his entire harem. He had like the greatest harem ever. Had a huge harem. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the cat dude. The cat dude. Nyanta. Nyanta. Funimation is screening Violet Evergarden 1 Eternity and the Auto Memory Doll anime film in U.S. theaters. So look forward to that. They said early 2020, so hopefully here soon. Excited? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I did. Well, no, actually I'm not. <laughs> I take it back because we never get them here. Oh, that just means that Funimation is going to do the it's physical gonna release. It's going to take longer the thing to get that I'm to thinking us. of. The only thing I'm thinking of is, that's all right. Eventually, I'll get a Blu-ray. And then I go, but it's going to be a Funimation Blu-ray. Again, I go back to those executives that we just talked about. Come on, people. Fix things. The user experience, remember? The user experience. Better Blu-rays. You can do it. 
I'm doing the hypnotizing hands right now. You just can't see it. <sighs> I'll, I'll, I'll send uh, Tagagi-san to go, to go uh, hypnotize you. Yeah. Cool stuff, though. I'm, I'm glad to see uh, more Kyoto Animation stuff getting recognition because I want to see them moving forward. Uh, Doro Hedoro anime Blu-ray is going to be releasing containing 12 episodes along with six bonus OVA episodes in Japan. Uh, these bonus episodes are going to have runtime of 30 minutes, so don't think they're going to be like full length, six more episodes, but, um, probably a little quirky short stories they can probably throw in there with that one. So cool stuff. Hopefully somebody will pick it up in the West because that is a Netflix dead show. <laughs> so. And technically with the Netflix dead shows that I'm calling them, they don't get physical releases, unfortunately. I think there's only been one exclusive Netflix show that I've seen actually get a physical release, and that was, um, which one was it? Was it Ico Incarnate? No, Be the Beginning. I think Be the Beginning was the only one that I've seen so far that has gotten a physical release. That sucks. Yeah. I hate that they're dying on that stupid platform. <laughs> one physical release is, damn it. So... Yeah, maybe maybe Netflix will get the the OVAs. We'll we'll have to see. I, I I would hope that they would have some kind of control over that, so there's not. It's bad for the outside the Japan 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 J- Japanese audience. So, I am looking forward to that one though. We had a lot of fun with the intro in our music episode. It was a lot of goofy fun watching that intro. Are you ready? Yes. Ready for this topic? It's It's been about a week coming. But yes, uh, Funimation has dropped interspecies reviewers after, I think, three episodes. So not very far into it. Uh, they completely removed it from their platform. They don't even have the old episodes they've already done and completed. Uh, they just completely dropped it. Uh, their statement was, after careful consideration, we determined that the series falls outside of the standards, or our standards. Yeah. Um... I don't know why they even license this show. I honestly don't know. I know that we talked in our first impressions. I was like, I don't even want to watch this show on Funimation because even like the stupidest things like, you know, where a character's chest is actually covered by clothes, but there is a little bit of a lump. They still like put sensor stickers on it, which makes no sense. Um, just the weirdest stuff that they were censoring and even on top of that, it's just, it was kind of unwatchable. It's technically the reason for that show is that kind of very vulgar uh, adult comedy. So to censor that is doesn't make sense to me. But like I said, it doesn't make sense to me to begin with that Funimation even licenses. So that's the frustrating part as well. I will point out uh, Japanese uh, Tokyo MX has canceled the airing as well in Japan. Uh, they claim that the uh, claims that changes in the circumstances in the Tokyo Metropolitan Television. So I'm guessing censorship issues there as well. Maybe they didn't realize it was going to be as bad as it was, and they were doing the same thing Funimation was doing, and then realized it was not going to be even feasible to put on air. Which again, why do you not see this coming from a mile away? Yeah, it seems kind of, kind of. It's obvious that's what the sh- story is about. I mean, do you not read the synopsis? Uh, or at least look into the manga a little bit before you license? Yeah. Like, well, how much are you adapting? Let me see. Okay, well, this chapter right here gets pretty crazy, but I guess you can't 
I guess that would be asking too much of them with all the shows they're putting on air to to look in the source material of everything. But um, I, I would think that the creators themselves would be able to say, okay, at some point we're going to do this chapter and this one's probably the worst that it has. Like like with the SRB rating and stuff like that, what they do is they ask them to give them like the worst. And they say, this game will have something like this at a certain point, And it's probably the worst thing in it. And they go, yeah, that's going to give it this rating. That's technically what I would think they would do with this. Like, uh, hey, they're going to have this partner. Do you want that on your channel at this particular hour? It's important to also to note that all the other channels and blocks are still going to be airing it in Japan. Uh, they have KBS Co- uh, Kyoto, Sun TV, BS11, and a- ATX. ATX has pretty much porn in half the time. Anyway, so that doesn't surprise me at all. That's usually one of the uncensored stuff for a lot of shows that we watch censored airs is on ATX. So, um, yeah. And I guess the, the, the other goofy thing to kind of point out is that I've heard some people mention the fact that, well, Amazon dropped it too. Well, Amazon got it from Funimation. So with Funimation stops doing it, Amazon doesn't have it anymore. So they probably took it down because they knew Amazon or Funimation was dropping everything altogether. So uh, Anime Lab will be continuing to stream the series in Australia and New Zealand, but they have stated that the upcoming episodes will be delayed due to adjusting source materials, which again, Anime Lab gets stuff from Funimation. So they probably said, oh, we'll do it ourselves and continue to uh, to translate it or whatever. So as long as you're outside of the, the U.S., I guess you have plenty of options. Well, Australia and New Zealand anyways. It's crazy. Crazy stuff. I don't know. I, like I said before, I think this is a big, huge... I think the big, huge fault here is just people not understanding what they're licensing and just trying to grab everything. Because technically this season, Funimation grabbed like half the shows. It was... I was kind of blown away when I was looking through the list and trying to get everything figured out where everything was streaming at. And I realized, well, I guess I'm not canceling my Funimation subscription, unfortunately, because that's where everything's at. <laughs> like a good majority, and especially some of our favorite shows this season. Which are on is why Andrew is having a really hard time with the Funimation app that we pointed out yeah. earlier, because he really, really doesn't like that. Really, and really most like of the shows are on that channel. Really don't like <laughs> it. Even trying to figure out what's like a new episode's on, it's like I can either do it from the view of all the shows and have to go into them, go to the side menu, come back out of the side menu, see if the new episode is, then go to the next one, go to the side menu, come back out of the side menu to see what the next episode is. Or I could do the recently watched view, which gives me shows that I'm not even watching anymore. I don't even know why they're in the list. So, yeah. Come on, Roberts. (laughs) Mrs. Roberts, you got this. You got this, Roberts. Fix you it, only Roberts. have an entire company to fix. <laughs> I'm gonna make that a new joke. Just every time I bring up Funimation, come on, Roberts. <laughs> the user experience. Come on, Roberts. You got this. You got this. Come on, Roberts. You got this. Anyways. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm of two minds. I there's a certain level of quality, if you want to call it quality. I don't think that this is a quality issue. Let's just make that point. There is a certain level of, let's say, product. You, you, you want a certain type of product that you want to serve to your customers. Now, what you are presenting to the customer and what your customer is asking for is two different animals at this point. You, if you want to present, I serve anime if it's a lewd anime, you knew it was a lewd anime, your customers 
Some of your customers may have specifically signed up for this show. I doubt it, but some of them may have. There's maybe some that actually do want this particular show. And it was just a nice happy bonus to the other shows that you you have on your service. Yanking it presents a... It's censorship, no matter how you look at it. Um, well, whether the frustrating you, thing is I think they should pass it on to somebody else. You know, that, that, there's that, too, because now it's in li- licensing hell. There, n- nobody can touch this I, as for, because you already have the contract unless you completely and totally undid that contract in some way, shape, or form. It is going to be in licensing hell. So basically, you just set, gave permission to however many people thousands of people who go to your specific site and you gave them permission to go and, and pirate no matter how you look at it hate to say that yeah i went to a store one time and they said no you can't have that sir and i said well i guess that means i can go steal it i this, this is the way that people think though it is not it's not about it is, whether it is or not different in the internet i guess <laughs> this, this is the way that they think you said, no, you can't have this. How are they going to get it? Their f- first inclination is to go and pirate it because it's there. Now, I think, I think the important thing is because I, I was, I think I mentioned this in passing to Chris at some point is I don't, I don't, uh, I think you were listening to a video talking about this whole situation. And even though I have my misgivings with how they handle this or misgivings with Funimation in general, I don't always go to the the worst negative. Uh, first of all, contract reasons. People were saying, oh, they broke their contract. I hope they get in deep water with the anime industry for breaking a contract. Technically, they're buying the license to stream it. They don't technically have to stream it. They are buying – unless something in the, the the contract specifically tells them you have to do this, this, or this. Sometimes they say if you want the contract, you have to dub it. If you want the contract, you have to do a, a physical release. If they just buy the license to stream it and there's nothing in that contract they said you have to stream the entirety of it, which I'm, I'm highly doubting there's anything in there with that, Funimation is no deep water. They get no flack for not having this up. They just wasted a bunch of money. That's all it is. Yeah. They're not going to get their, their – I doubt they're going to get their money back for any reason whatsoever. They're going to have to pay for it in full. Typically, they have to pay for each episode as it comes along, and they probably contract to do the entire thing. So they're going to have to pay for the entirety of it. There's no, there's no, there's no way they're going to get any kind of flack for doing this. So that one, I'd put a little bit of a pin on that one and kind of hold your horses on a little bit. Um, the fact that another studio or another TV series, another channel or block over in Japan dropped it, I'm kind of wondering if that was a. I, I think one happened before the other. I'm curious if Pretty they sure seen that, seen that as an, a way of dropping it. So that one's in seven two seven. Well, these are, of course, when the reportings happen. So I wonder if they were getting the censored version from this other channel, and that w- they were the ones that were doing that was doing all the work. Mm-hmm. I can kind of see that. Now I don't. They just y- got the heads up first, and so they ended up being the ones who took it down first. But that just depends on if, if the other channels that are still up there, like Sun TV, they could be still doing the, the censor version. Like I said, I only know ATX as being one that would be uh, do all the content and not really censor much. So I don't know there. I guess the other kind of – I don't really necessarily agree with it. The whole statement was, after careful consideration, we determined that this series falls outside of our standards. 
Um, we have the utmost respect for our creators. So rather than substantially alter the content, we felt like taking down was the most respectful choice. And that many people, did, truth be told, that's almost sounds like something that the Japanese would say. I don't know. I can't, I can't see that that as a Funimation version of that statement. Well, the thing that people were picking on was saying, when I originally read this, I thought it was stating that we have the utmost respect for the creators of the anime itself. And rather than continue to degrade the show by censoring the hell out of it, they probably got to the point where, like, we're going to have to cut out, like, an entire segment of this episode because it gets that bad. Yes, it does get that bad. It literally goes straight to hentai. I, at some point, checked a couple of the uh, uncensored episodes going forward, and I was like, there's no way this could be on regular television. That's it, And I, I'm totally blown away that Funimation has it. But then this happened, so I was like, okay, well, I guess they finally uh, hit that breaking point. A lot of people were claiming that they had res- they were saying the utmost respect for their creators, Funimation's creators, the writers, the dubbers. I don't see them wording it that way. Well, what I was... to point that out because that would be literally them pretty much uh, acting as if they're that would bring them a lot more flack than them saying that they just respect the animators themselves. So that's why I was saying I almost see that as a copy and paste. Like this is what the tv company was saying and they were like well let's just copy and paste what they said well yeah they're not getting it from the tv company they would be getting it from the animators because the tv company i don't think would be doing the edits on it they would have to have been they would be getting the from the producer goes to the tv company the tv company goes okay we have to censor a good chunk of this let's censor this 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 and this and then they put it on the tv but no they typically have like character voices animations going over things no that's funny that would no i'm saying the people that edit it and and make the people that make the censored version of it is the studio itself because they have content they're putting onto the screen to edit it and then it goes to this block that's going to take the stuff that's censored and this block that's uncensored i don't see i don't see all these different channels tabs tokyo and Tokyo MX all editing themselves and then shipping it off to they're making uh, Funimation's buying the license from the actual production company for this show. They're not buying the license from Tokyo MX. No, I just was seeing that as a way of getting around the the Oh yeah, I can see them copying. I guess I can see them copying it, but I don't I don't know. Like I said it the news release was typically technically later, but they could have seen the, the the fallout coming out over there and jump on that same bandwagon to get out of the contract. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But my whole nutshell comment on this whole situation is check what the hell you're licensing before you license it. Stop trying to grab every single damn thing off the, the list when, every time a season comes around. Make sure what you're buying is something you as a studio wants to do. I'm not saying that Funimation has should be forced to do all these episodes and force their voice actors to do pornography and all this kind of stuff. Know what you're getting into. And if you can't handle it, pass it on to somebody else and move on. That's, I guess, my final say. Well, it, it, that goes back to the issue of, of you, you're, you're taking a risk here. And Yes, you have to have a risk standard. I I almost wonder how many seasons ahead are they picking these things out. I mean, you still it need depends. to have some kind of you still have to have some kind of a level of 
due diligence. You need to know what you're getting into. You're not going to, you either have to guess or take the risk one or the other. I, if you know what you're getting into, I mean, you're, you're making an investment. You, you're, you're, you're hoping to find the next Naruto or you're hoping to find the next, uh, Dragon Ball Z. Okay. But you still have to know what you're getting into. And, Interspecies reviewers, I mean, it says it in the synopsis. I, this is what this show is about, and, and you're you're it's it's pretty high probability. It was probably pretty lewd, no matter how you look at it. I I still to this day wonder how you got uh, did uh, prison school. So yeah, that was I was about to say there. This isn't their first rodeo. Funimation has done a lot of lewd stuff, a lot of very etchy stuff, a lot of stuff with sexual content in it. This isn't their first rodeo, so was it because certain people were working on this particular project that suddenly said, I don't want to do this anymore? That's pr- that, that's, that comes Just down to Just find somebody else. Obviously. Just find somebody else. Kick them out. Find somebody else. You're not here to make – never mind. <laughs> <laughs> done because i'm done tapping out i'm done let's move on we probably talked to death anyways uh yeah but yeah stupid moving on some fun news here we have rinsuki oshikiri is going to be creating the story the story and character designs for the new galaxy's uh, smartphone game uh, of course i doesn't know rinsuki was the creator of high score girl so it looks like looks it. like high school <laughs> characters look straight out of high school girl. So cool stuff there. They have a PB out there for it. It's it's basically Galaxy with a Z at the end of it. If you want to look into it, being um, done by Fuzz Inc. and um, it it has gotcha system. It looks like a very grid based um, old school JRPG style to it. Very kind of sixteen bit graphical design to it. With you know fully drawn characters, a la high score girl design style, so interesting. Probably won't last long, <laughs> like most mobile games, unless there's some group of whales out there that keep it alive. They typically do fall away pretty quickly. But good luck to them. Hopefully, it's successful. I kind of wish they would just do a high score girl mobile game instead, <laughs> or game in general. <laughs> that would be cooler. Can you do that instead? Uh, released on iOS and Android in Japan already, so if you want to check out any of that or use some kind of service to to download it, do so. Yeah. Moving on, we have uh, Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. Manga is getting an anime adaptation in July. Uh, this one's synopsis is Sakurai Shinichi's one of uh, one wish is for all peace or for a little peace and quiet, but Uzaki Hana. His boisterous, well-endowed underclassmate has other plans. All she wants to do is hang out and poke fun at him. With the help of her chipper charm and peppy persistence, this might be the start of a beautiful relationship. You mean Genki power? Just basically Genki, yes. Well-endowed Genki is it. I think we talked about this one before, but... Cool stuff. I think seven, yeah, Seven Seas has the manga already, so if you want to get a head start on it, check it out. It's being done by Studio ENGI and is going to be premiering in July. So be excited for that one. That's a very weird time to start. That technically summer, I guess. Yeah, that'd be summer. So there you go. Summer summer release. We'll be looking forward to that one. Looks very 
Very goofy looking. Hopefully she's not too loud, Genki. <laughs> Fans of Nisekoi. 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 That one is getting a full Blu-ray release here soon. Anaplex USA has announced they will be doing uh, the first and second season along with unaired OVAs all in a full Blu-ray set. It is set to release on April 28th for $198. Not much. Uh, It's going to be a total of 36 episodes along with uh, that, which includes the four unaired OVAs. And don't be looking for a dub. It will be full Japanese with English subtitles. So, Chris? Nope. I can't afford that. I want it at, <laughs> as, so bad, but there's no way I can pay no 200 bucks for that. Maybe when I get a confirmation they can actually complete the series, I'll buy it. I'm not going to buy a show that I don't... When was the last time an episode aired of that? Like, back in 2015, maybe? That'd be 2015 was probably the last episode they aired. Yeah. Maybe we can review it. Been too long. Been too long. no. <laughs> not getting back on the show. <laughs> not getting I back on that show. I will absolutely review the crap then out of that Then go buy it. That's not what I was saying. I'm not going to buy it so that you can watch it again. <laughs> oh. Jasmine Gyu launches a new manga. Kinshiro ni Yoroshiku. Yoroshiku. Which is regards to Kinshiro. Uh, the creator, of course, is the creator behind Backstreet Girls. Uh, the dis- listing describes the manga as a gag comedy that is also human moving work with pathos. So, there you go. Hopefully, hopefully an interesting take off of from <laughs> Backstreet Girls, because that show was very, very interesting. <laughs> um... Excited for that? Excited for anything else by the creator of Backstreet Girls? Yeah, the guy, the Backstreet Girls worked really well for us, so I don't see why we couldn't. Anything else they did wouldn't work. But, hey, it's hit and miss on comedy sometimes. Jasmine Gyo. I don't know if that's a female creator or not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, there you go. It'd probably take a lot of the flack out of it if it was a female. Because <laughs> I know that show got some flack. Uh, see here. Sayonara, Tiano. Uh, <laughs> Japanese Tyranno. <laughs> Sayonara, Tyranno film is going to be opening in Japan in early summer. Toei announced this series, uh, or Toei has announced. Uh, Chinese, Japanese, South Korean co produced films. So quite a few hands in this particular series, or this particular film. Uh, it's based off of Tatsuya Miyanishi's Tyrannosaurus series of children books. Uh, the cast includes Aoyuki, Shinichiro Miki, and Kaori Ishihara. And I have to point out that Aoyuki apparently is a Triceratops. Sarah! So all I can think of is Sarah from, <laughs> from Land Before Time. <laughs> totally worth it, Sarah. I, I need to get a clip of, of, of Sarah from Land Before Time with Aoyuki's voice just randomly placed in it there. It would be awesome. That I gotta see that. That'll give me a vision as to what I'm to expect with Sayonara Tayano. Uh, that just got me excited. Every time I see Aoyuki's vo- name on anything, it's like, ah, I gotta watch that now. <laughs> Especially if it's a Tyrannosaur. Triceratops, sorry, not Triceratops. Anyways. Unfortunately, her name is not Sarah. It's Tops in this one. Well, maybe when they dub it, they'll change it to Sarah. I don't know. 
and the other one's a little foot. <laughs> no, there's little a little foot. foot in there. Uh, that was a big uh, children movies that I was we were way into. So that's where our jokes are coming from. Excited for that one, Petrie. Petrie, yeah. Punan in this one. <laughs> to your eternity, manga is getting an anime adaptation. So for all those that are big fans of uh, Yoshitoki Oima, who of course did Silent Voice, get to be excited for another one of their projects to get a adaptation. This one's going to be an anime TV series, apparently. So. Well, I did have issues with Silent Voice becoming a movie instead of a TV series. I still loved it to death, and I think they did fine with not including content. But I would have loved it as a, a full length. This one apparently is. It, it does technically need to because To Eternity seems much longer than a Silent Voice. But um, yeah, it's It'd be cool interesting. Stuff. I I I cut off on that one way too early. So yeah, I'd. Um, I got pretty darn far into it and then kind of lost track of it. So I think I was buying it on Amazon rather than reading them on Crunchyroll. So I at least got through the part that see, this is at least sh- showcasing. That's, I'll just say that. The first story was really strong. So if they can just cover the first story, I think it'll be fantastic. Well, technically it would probably be the first two story arcs I think would be a length of 12 episodes. If they get into the third arc, it's going to have a really nasty drop-off. Or they're going to have to cut a lot of content. That that whole prison island stuff is just a lot of content. So I don't see the prison island being part of that. But I do see the first two story arcs really fitting well as a... Yeah, as a I, I got to the point where I got to the next story arc, the second story arc, and I'm not real sure I The family and the rich daughter? I only got the to the family. The... I don't know. And that that's what I was getting ready to say. I don't know how they intertwine yet. Each of the stories? Yeah. It's just the intertwining is the things that the creature itself uh, adapts to and evolves with and the evolution of his, his emotions. It really seems to be the long story that goes through it. And, of course, you have the outside okay. story of the alien that's fighting it. I was getting ready to say, spoiler, was the alien, and then it goes into... It could be an alien. I, I don't think... I'm assuming it's said an alien. so far. I, I, I don't know that Scientific it is. experiment. Something happening there. I'm not going to say. That creature thing was one of, the, one of the people in the second one, right? Yeah. Okay. See, that, that I, I, I wasn't really sure how the... Became... How far you've gotten into it, so... Yeah, I only know that there's people in the second arc. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Most people in the first arc, too. Just one person. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyways, that's a sidetrack there. Not really technically a sidetrack, but... Yeah, for those who know, uh, quick synopsis. A lonely boy wandering the Arctic regions of North America meets a wolf, and the two become fra- uh, fast friends, depending on, each o- depending on each other's to survive the harsh environments. But the boy has a history, and the wolf is uh, more than meets the eye as well. To Your Eternity is a totally unique and moving manga about death, life, reincarnation, and nature of love. Which technically fits it all. Hopefully I'll hear soon I'll get back into it. But um, very interesting departure from Yoshitoki's previous work with the silent voice, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, that is for sure. Moving on, some sad news. It's so funny, I totally had to throw Chris this, this trailer and say... Please tell me at what point you get angry. 
because I got angry watching this trailer. Well, all I got through was uh, when it popped up that it was Trigger or something like that. And I was like, why would there ever be anything that I would be mad about this? And then I was like, oh, no, this is going to be Trigger or this is going to be Netflix, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. Official site for Trigger has posted a promo for the new series BNA or Brand New Animal. Uh, this one, of course, as Chris alluded to, is a trigger show and will be stuck on Netflix um, streaming exclusively in spring. So we'll probably see it in December or something like that, I guess. Uh, the synopsis in the store, anime story in the 21st century, the existence of animal humans became uh, came to light after being hidden in the darkness of history. Uh, Michiro lived uh, lived life as a normal human until one day she suddenly turns into a Chinooki human. Uh, she runs away and takes refuge in the special city area called Anima City that was set up 10 years ago for animal humans to be able to live as themselves. Uh, there, Michiro meets Shiro, a wolf human who hates humans. Uh, through Shiro, Michiro starts to learn about the worries, lifestyle, and joys of the animal human animal humans. As Michiro and Shiro try to learn why Michiro's suddenly turn into an animal human, they unexpectedly get wrapped up in a large incident. It's a long synopsis, Trigger. <laughs> but yeah, it looks fantastic. It's probably the first time I've seen a Trigger trailer and got like instantly sold. I Most people know I'm not the hugest Trigger fan. Um, Chris is the, the resident Trigger fan. <laughs> Uh, so it's, it takes a lot for me to really kind of get grabbed onto something done by Trigger. And this one definitely, just by the trailer, looks a lot of fun. It looks full of just kind of jumps and turns and everything in there. Um, definitely excited for it. And can't beat, you know, Tanuki Girl. It's always good, too. I think her seiyu sounds extremely familiar, too. So I think that's another reason why I'm kind of gravitating towards it. I couldn't I think you got the wrong it. one. Did I? That's a dude. That is definitely not her. Um, I think she's up wolf there. Wolf human, Tanuki human. I'm looking for the Tanuki human. <laughs> uh, let's see. Annabelle Krim from Little Witch Academia. Interesting. Might have been My by Miracle because we just recently watched that. Jifuru's twin sister. I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah. I would say Emma. There it is. Emma from Neverland. That's who I was getting. <laughs> Emma from the promised Neverland. That's who I'm recognizing her. So yeah, I've just beaten to death. Thank you, Netflix as always for fantastic work, streaming stuff. Moving on. <laughs> Shirobako film has released a trailer with dun, dun, dun fauna doing the theme song. <laughs> so to continue our, Oh no, fauna. The Fauna Curse, will it hit Shirobako movie? I just want Shirobako movie already. It's been it's been way too long coming. Uh, the trailer previews a story in which Marukawa announces that Masa, uh, Masashi, Masashino Animation's original project, Time Hippopotamus, has been canceled. However, a project proposal to another original film titled Kuchi Kyoshu uh, Yori Kukan Siva or aerial assault landing ship Siva uh, arrives at uh, Musashino an- Animation. Musashino Animation. So, yeah, it's 
Excited for more Shirabako? You finished the last one, right? Yes. Okay. You're making sure. I think that was one that I had. Chris, you're watching this. <laughs> uh, that was one that we nearly we nearly passed that one up. That was kind of surprising. It was it was really more um, for me. It was more the first core was very overwhelming. Stressful. It was overwhelming reaction to it. It it was. One of those, it, it's just like uh, a show this season. It, it, the more reaction, the more you kind of feel like you have to go back and just give it its due. Whether or not you like it or not, you have to give it its due. And this was one of those shows that I was very happy I went back to. Well, it's funny because when the first season or the first quarter of it aired, I remember we technically dropped it. I was, me personally, I remember my biggest hang on it was this is doing a very kind of real portrayal of a work environment. And I didn't want to watch a stressful work environment when I was in a stressful work environment at the time. And so I was like, I don't want to watch this because it's literally, I come home from work where I'm stressed and I watch a show that's about work stress. And it's like, I don't want to watch that. And I guess that's a tribute to what we always talk about. Like, why isn't there enough adult anime shows? Like, cause probably there's a lot of people like me where they come home from work and they're like, I don't want to watch stress. A workful stress environment after I come home or work, but yeah, it was, it was that later core, later the second core moment, which if you watched the show, you know what I'm talking about. That everybody blew up about, and I was like, oh, crap, something happened in the show. I'm afraid I'm going to see a spoiler. I had to watch this, and I just binge watched it, and I got to that part, and I'm like, holy crap, they were right. Oh my gosh, this is an incredible show. <laughs> so, um, yeah, glad to see it's getting more. It was definitely one of those ones where we're really not sure. If it would ever get any more content, so getting a movie would be fantastic, even if I would just love more more cores. They have to, because there are certain things that have to happen that have not happened yet in that story. Like? The entire team coming oh, together, yeah. too. The, the, the original promise, I, te- I guess, technically was never... They got close. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the original Dun Dun Donuts promise did not get Dun Dun Dun. That was bad. I'm sorry. That was really bad. I'm sorry. Uh, moving on, we have Children of Wales manga is nearing its climax. So, um, the Yumida, who, uh, who was the mangaka, originally claimed that the upcoming Demonas pla- uh, past arc was supposed to bring the manga story to a close or tap to the last chapter. But that's changed the plan and moved towards the ending being further in the story. Uh, I think they mentioned something about at some point they were suggesting that it would be done in four chapters. But since it actually seen success, they were able to continue the story they wanted to tell, essentially. So, yeah, um, that's one that I would just love to see more of the anime. (laughs) As we kind of joked about earlier, that one was one of those ones where... Like, the last two episodes was literally them saying, here's all this other stuff that we could talk about, but we're not going to talk about it because we're ending right now. <laughs> Which sucks. Because I did love... I love the world they were building in that that series. If you have not watched the anime, another one that's dying on Netflix and will never have a physical release. Um, very beautiful. Um, very cool world they built. Just, unfortunately, episode constraints. Not enough. Not enough exploring of that wonderful world they kind of created. So, did you ever plan on watching that one? I think I'd kind of scared you away from it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and this whole thing where like everybody gets slaughtered—that uh, never makes Chris want to watch it. High Dive is streaming uh, 
the how is it wrong to pick up gold in the dungeon season let's two, go to that right now days. um says Come bell on, and the gang found themselves in a hot spring at the end of the last adventure and this time they're ready for a little r&r at the beach Hestia, Lily, and Haruhime waste no time trying to win Bell over with their charms and run into an unexpected com- competition once Ice, Ice, sorry, Ice crashes the party. However, this usually stoic sword maiden is acting surprisingly carefree. Ooh. Yeah, that, well, we kind of mentioned the fact that um, season two is surprisingly without any fan service. <laughs> so I guess they decided to save it for the OVA. <laughs> Um, yeah. We ha- we haven't even watched the other OVA yet. The one that has, like, the most lewdest version of Hestia on the cover of it. But, um... Yeah, that's that's another one that's one that kind of slept... Slipped, slipped through the cracks. Slept through the cracks. I don't know what I'm saying. Cool stuff. More exciting news. I'm liking this continue... This continued progression of the Satoshi Khan stuff. <laughs> G-Kids, G-Kids and Fathom Events announced that they have plans to screen Tokyo Godfathers in U.S. theaters on March 9th. Uh, that's for the subtitle version of the dub will be with a new dub on March 11th. And uh, they have also previously announced that they will be doing a 4K restoration on the film. So I'm kind of wondering, can we get a 4K Blu-ray release? Maybe? Don't have many anime in 4K? I have literally one. <laughs> like more? Um, I wonder if that's one of those ones where they possibly have the the contents to actually do a proper 4K resolution adaptation, or if it's one of those ones where they're just going to upscale it and clean it up. Curious. Don't know, but I want to watch it. Yeah, that's another one that's like, even though everybody says every Christmas that you have to watch Tokyo Godfathers and Toradora, have it got a chance to watch Tokyo Godfather yet, which is surprising because it is one that I really want to watch because it's Satoshi Khan. So yeah, more, more Satoshi Khan news in a bit, but yes, hopefully we'll continue to get my collection of Satoshi Khan Blu-rays continuing on because I want a full complete Blu-ray list of them. So my, my reason isn't particularly that it's Satoshi Khan, but because it's Tokyo Godfathers, which I've heard is absolutely an amazing story. So because Satoshi Khan. Okay, <laughs> and name one show of Satoshi Khan that I've I've watched. It's dying, crying shame, Chris. Okay, so paranoid I have agent, nothing. perfect blue, none of them. Millennium actress, none of them. Sad. We're gonna watch Millennium actress here soon because I got the Blu-ray finally. Uh, I do want to buy. It. I haven't bought Perfect Blue on Blu-ray yet. I need to do that too. Well, they didn't haven't done a full release of it yet again. I don't know. I think. Tokyo Godfathers is the only one that I've actually – the other ones I've heard occasionally, but Tokyo Godfathers is absolutely the one that everybody is insistent that it's an absolute must. I think most people that I hear talk about Satoshi Khan is either they talk about Perfect Blue or Millennium Actress. Only the older fans mention uh, Paranoia Agent. But that was technically the first one we technically got, I think, was Paranoid Agent. I don't think we ever got the movies until way later. I don't remember. It's a long time ago. Anyways, uh, G-Kids and Fathom Entertainment uh, Fathom Events. I'm doing the same damn thing. Original Anime Listeners releases more info and cast 
in its pr- promo video via their official website. I literally get nothing on the internet information except for what little visuals we get from the PV, and it looks interesting. Somebody's plugging something into their back. That's what I got out of it. Very, uh, I don't know, rundown world looking. Uh, MAPPA is a big thing. Having MAPPA's name on there is interesting enough. Uh, very, creative style. Very weird character art. So Yeah. Um, very bandish. Maybe we'll get like a, I don't know, a rundown post-apocalyptic slash Carol on Tuesday thing going on. I don't know. <laughs> it looks very, very interesting. So, um, And of course, being an original series always uh, catches my interest. But uh, apparently we'll be learning more when they do the live thing, which I technically they already did the live talk on it. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm interested with what little we've seen. Hopefully we'll get more, more visuals of it here soon. Uh, Ria Takashi's in there as well, which is always a, a plus. Hopefully we'll get another knockout like Carol on Tuesday was. Yeah, yeah. My Romantic Comedy Snafu Season 3 is set to premiere on April 9th. So just want to throw that in there because I love Romantic Comedy Snafu and it cannot come any sooner. Uh, interesting thing for those who are big fans of Vinland Saga, the anime series. I did really enjoy it. Apparently they put a promo special video on the website for the manga with clips of the very end of Vinland Saga's first season, but also at the very end of the promo or the special video, they had a very quick snippet of a future arc. So a lot of people speculating, does that mean, was that just them saying, thanks for watching the show? Here's a big nod off or, you know, a a quick nod before we, you know, move on. Or was it a, a teaser to possibly a second season? I would love more. That'd be great. Please, (laughs) please animate more of it. That would be fantastic. Uh, for those that are not familiar with the series or net watch all the way through it, do not look up that promo video because it does technically spoil the entire ending of the first season. So you have been warned. Excited for more Vinland Saga, Chris? Yes, for cool. You. Yes, for Andrew. <laughs> Very quickly, Crunchyroll is being is currently streaming the dubs for Thamai, Romai, uh, the Ancient Magus's Bride, New Game, and Anohana. So if you are dub watching fan tons of new content popping up on crunchyroll right now for dubs so be excited crunchyroll is also releasing the director's cut of re-zero anime which is currently apparently airing in japan uh it is an edited version of the 25 episodes to fit one hour time slots so they do say that there is reworked episodes and new footage I've heard from a few people oh. that said that some people say it doesn't have much in there. Some people say there is, it seems to make more sense in some regards. Uh, check it out if you will. I think it's a pretty solid way of kind of recapping before second season coming up. That's what I would do. Just wait until the second season comes up. Literally next season. Next season. I think so. I think next season, right? I think, I think. Maybe, yes, the person maybe. that's listening to us has confirmed or denied. Thank okay. you for telling us one way or the other. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> it's you. That you're you're yeah, the one you, right there. You're right there. Yes, you're you. the one. Thank you. You're the one. <laughs> Not the person next to you. Put your hand down. Uh, Funimation and Crunchyroll is streaming Fate Grand Order Moonlight Lost Room uh, anime special. Uh, this is kind of a weird, or not a weird, an interesting kind of 
side story, kind of like the I forget what it was called. A little bit more insight into Mesh and some of the characters that were part of the Chaldea before everything kind of went to crap. So, a little bit more insights into who Mash is, too. So, that's kind of cool. Always like that. I haven't watched the full thing yet. I've only seen clips of it. I didn't know they actually had it on Crunchyroll, so I gotta go, I gotta take some time to go watch it later. I think it's only like 23 minutes. Your app practically screamed at you you needed to go and watch it on Crunchyroll. No, I forgot that part. Was not paying attention. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. The new Gundam Hathaway film project has released an English subtitled trailer. So if you are a big fan of Gundam, you probably already know this and you're telling me, yeah, what's new. Uh, But uh, it's cool stuff. I think this is something exciting, isn't it? Yes. It's a character we like, isn't it? No, I do not like that character. We don't? (laughs) No. Maybe maybe the the name stands out really a whole lot because we don't like him. Yes, that's that's exactly for me. Um, he did something really stupid, got somebody killed. I really hated him, but yeah, there he is. Uh, no, but I was really curious to this because this was one of those ones where, um, as we got more into the Gundams, we started talking to a lot of the Gundam fans. A lot of the things that I heard about criticisms of the Gundam series as a whole is there's a lot of novels and stuff that they've never brought to the West and to have one of those novels have a anime adaptation that looks incredible uh, is fantastic I like I said I'm not a huge fan of Hathaway hopefully this will give me a cool story to him was he the kid that uh, kept going back and forth I think so yes he was because he was kind of he couldn't make up his mind if he was a. Uh, that was a well. That was part of his story. Was kind of his developments. Well, it is technically a part of this story. Is his developments about um, his experience with 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 Amuro and and Shar. So, but the big question that we will have going into the series is: Can we see Hathaway reveal him inheriting the bright slap? Because it's bright sun. Get it. He doesn't get the bright slap. He doesn't get the bright slap. <laughs> he does not get the bright slap. The he bright, does not the deserve slap. the bright slap. We didn't get a bright the slap. The bright from... slap <laughs> is distinguished. You have to be of a certain level. Maybe he'll get bright slapped slap. in Hathaway. Very likely. Yeah. yeah. You can receive the bright slap, but you cannot give the bright slap. You cannot give the bright slap. You cannot inherit <laughs> the bright slap. You can have all my money, boy. You can have my skills and my genes, but you cannot have my slap. You can receive my slap across your face, but you cannot inherit my slap. Anyways, that's an inside joke that we were definitely killing. So yeah, Hathaway Noah. Looking forward to the new film about him that I know nothing about. And I probably stated some wrong things there. Don't yell at me, Gundam fans. Ah, Cool stuff, though. Uh, Moving on. We have Kuma 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 Bear. Light novel is getting an anime adaptation. So look forward to more VR MMO anime about cute girls because this is one of them. Oh, oh, it's a VR MMO. I got you. I got you. I I thought it was a VR show. I was starting to get concerned. No, no. Uh, 15-year-old Yuna (laughs) prefers staying home and obsessively playing her favorite VR MMO game to doing nothing else. Uh, including going to school. When a strange new updated update gives her a one-of-kind bear outfit that beco- that comes with overpowered abilities, gotta have that in these VR MMO animes, uh, Yuna is torn. The outfit is unbearably cute. Get what they did there? 
mm-hmm. but too embarrassing to wear in-game. But then she suddenly finds herself transported into the world of the game, facing down monsters and magic for real. And the bear suit becomes the best weapon she has. <laughs> she decides that it's the greatest one. <laughs> she kind of has like a whole like Cerebus thing going on, like from Rage of Bahamut with the two mm-hmm. bears in the hands thing. But yeah. Um, she is you, adorable. You, you know, want your feel of, you know, no game, no life type girl that plays games all the time. And there you go. OP. Cool stuff. She does look cute, though. I like the, I like the designs of the stuff in here. Uh, let's see here. Tatsuki and Irodora, Irodori's anime version of Hin, Hintatsu began airing on TV slots in Japan as shorts. So, cool to see Tatsuki getting another adaptation of his airing on television in Japan. Uh, the shorts are airing at about 11.57 p.m. every Saturday. So, hopefully, eventually... I don't know if they're going to put it on the YouTube channel. That'd be great. Hopefully with subtitles. Somebody possibly do that so they can watch all that. I don't know how many episodes they're going to end up doing, but that's that's pretty cool. Oh, and it looks like they're actually doing a lot better. Like every time I see another one of their works, it seems like they're getting better and better. Just a lot of the, mo- the motion and movement is getting a lot better for them. So A lot more, a lot more movement. Yeah. A lot less stiffness to it. So there you go. Oh, here's probably the biggest news that's been happening in the last uh, few year, or few months. Um, yeah. Oh, seventh expansion and Katakawa has announced a new anime project for Higurashi when they cry. Excited? I don't know. <laughs> can you, can you do? Did you do Higurashi now? I don't know. Uh, I don't, haven't seen any positive confirmation on if this will be a reboot reanimation recreation i'm assuming it's going to be a complete reboot or not a reboot it wouldn't be reboot um because reboot would mean they change something um remake i'm assuming it's going to be a complete remake of the series because i don't see what they would do like continuing it even though they could pull whatever they want out of their butts because that's technically how a lot of the seasons felt. <laughs> but uh, a complete redoing of the original series I would love because that was one of the better parts of the entire thing. Um, wasn't a big, huge fan of the second season. Um, in the later parts of it, I think I kind of fell off. So The second season, all it did was explain what was going on. Sort of. It's just really an outside perspective. That, right. know, technically, you could know what was going on. It's just that was an outside perspective of it, which was incredibly boring because it was a lot of just like, here's newsprints and information and, and let's question everybody. A very detective kind of thing. So very wordy. Not much happening. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Akio Watanabe of Monogatari series will be doing the character designs. Uh, it will be, be being produced at Studio Passione. Uh, Suichiro Hoshi and Mai Nakahara will be reprising their roles as Keiichi and Reina. So returning voices is always cool there. But yeah, I'm definitely, uh, I'm super excited. <laughs> Incredibly excited. Hopefully they don't destroy it. But um, the PV out there doesn't really show much. It's a lot of kind of the old artwork and stuff with some new artwork. 
there you go. Hopefully, they do like a really cool remake, but keeping faithful to the original OP because the original OP was fantastic, fantastic. So maybe that's going to be the OP for this episode. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if I can. I I because there is a there is a side of me that really really I do have a, have a lot of love for that show and. Especially that part where she puts the knife against the no, wall. That's herself not, no, I don't even want to think about that. Okay, come on. <laughs> or the part point. where they clip the nails off? Stop. I hate this show. I don't want to watch it. I never want to watch it ever again. Or the whole bat scene. No, I don't, very I don't even want to think about it. Oh, the, the food she brings him with the needles in it. That was your favorite part, wasn't it? <laughs> no, that was a few. Like the one, the one part that I really remember a lot is like the later part where he kind of immediately realizes the the kind of the hook of the show. I guess I'll just say that. I don't really want to spoil things, even though it's a really old show. Uh, there is a hook to the show that happens. Um, and he realizes that that hook and realizes everything he's technically done to people. And he starts apologizing for it. And I was like, holy crap, that's like one of those moments where you have that everything kind of floods into him and he realizes crap i've done some really terrible things it was really cool so well it's, it, it, there there there's aspects to it it's like everything that i can think back on is all cringe moments i mean yes the hook is like one of the coolest things about this series is what the entire thing is really about once you get through all the cringe moments quote unquote is really a really cool concept and they really pulled it off with that show so yeah and that that, like i'm saying is all those cringe moments makes makes me want to go do i really want to watch this again because it's it really is one of those (laughs) torture shows where you're literally going oh this is not right you you you're 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 wanting to scrape the skin off of your arms because it's just that bad I thought you were saying cringe like it was like cringy, like not horrific cringy, but like goofy cringy. No, this is horrific. <laughs> it's really it's horrific. I don't know why. Cringy. Like uh, you are really like Andrew was saying that a person putting a knife and stabbing themselves in a not <laughs> making a lot of sense how they're doing it, but hey, that's what they're doing. Being driven. By fear of living is what it was, Chris. Uh, let's see here. Crunchyroll has added Cabinary of the Iron Fortress compilation anime films to its catalog. So if you don't want to watch the entire series, you can just watch the films. Do not go into expecting they have improvements done to it because it is just a compilation of the TV series. I kind of skimmed through it to see if they kind of improved certain parts that I thought were a little bit under-animated. But it didn't really... They didn't really change much, which it wasn't a hugely on it. There wasn't really a lot of bad looking parts of it. There was just like a few points that I really remember that were kind of like, yeah, they could have done it a little better and they didn't really change anything. So I don't, don't expect new stuff there. So yeah, cool stuff that's there though. Um, my sad news of this particular episode, even though there's plenty, plenty. <laughs> Funimation is extre- exclusively streaming Satoshi Kon's Paranoia Agent. So Andrew finally gets his Paranoia Agent, but it's on Funimation's platform, and Funimation will be doing the Blu-ray release. Please don't screw it up. Roberts, come on, girl. (laughs) 
user experience. <laughs> please. Good Blu-ray of... Please. We'll see. But please do a good Blu-ray release of it. Because they are doing a Blu-ray release of it in 2020. So hopefully they do a proper job of it. And I can get a fantastic release of Paranoid Agent. Because that's the other Satoshi Kon show that I want. So they got Perfect Blue. Got Millennium Actress. Got, uh, hopefully Tokyo Godfather does it. They do a release of that 4K. Then Funimation will release Satoshi Kon's Paranoia Agent. And I will have, I think, all of the ones that I've been wanting. I think that there's something else I'm forgetting. Paprika. Was Paprika, though? I'm assuming somebody has it. No, I'm saying it was that Satoshi Kon. Yeah. It says it. I thought you right said there. you don't know anything about Satoshi Kon. It says it right there. Oh, you're looking at that right there. Okay, I got you. Did some Joseph Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, Perfect Blue. Um, Jinro was one that I've I've wanted to watch too. Very rough ending. <laughs> Not like bad, just bad for Chris. Rough ending. Uh, well, I can. Well, see a lot that. of that is. It's it's, it's well. That's and, what I was under the impression yeah. that all of his stuff was was that it was all. Except for the ones that, like I said, he's a lot of psychological good. horror. Yes. Yeah. A lot of psychological horror. Yeah, Paprika, Paranoid Agent, Tokyo, Tokyo Godfather, Millennium Actress. Uh, huh. He wasn't credited for General. Um, what else did he direct? Let's see. Perfect Blue. Oh, so he didn't do Rojan Z. His background desire, layouts, and key animators. So it was just those ones. Perfect Blue, Millennium Actress, Tokyo Godfather's Paranoid Agent, Paprika. That's it. Almost got them all. Thankfully. Yes. See? They're listening to me. I complained for like four years. And then like ever since like a couple years ago, they suddenly I don't know where they're just boom, 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 boom. So I could not be happier because his stuff finally needs some recognition for these days. So there you go. Tanami is changing their programming block to three hours length down from 5.5 to six hours claiming that it's getting too expensive and unwieldy to handle, and it turned it back to its preferred length for broadcasting in three hours for a while. So, unfortunate for Toonami watchers. The website for Hachi, uh, Hachinante, Hachinante Sore wa Nai Desho has announced that a new anime adaptation, uh, the um, title is The Eighth Sun, Are You Kidding Me? The novel story centers around Shingo Ichinomiya, a normal average employee for a trading company. He wakes up to one day to find himself inhabiting the body of Wendelin, a five-year-old boy, and the eighth son of the destitute family uh, in a fantasy world. So. Interesting. Interesting. Don't know why, but I'm getting Senate Bookboard vibes. <laughs> We shall see if he becomes an OP character that saves the fantasy world. But until then, we shall wait. Interesting at all? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Yui Horie, Koichi Yamada's, sorry, Yamadera uh, to join My Hero Academia cast as La Brava and Gentle Criminal. So that's really cool. Always love Yui Horie's work. Of course, he was... Hanekawa and Monogatari series, Shaluru and Fairy Tale and Ana and K series. Uh, I think also Miss Monochrome. Yeah. 
Yeah, sounds right. It's a favorite from Chris. You, who are you? Yeah. Um, Koichi Yamadera is Spike of Cowboy Bebop. Koichi from Lupin the Third. Kaiji or Kaji from Evangelion and Sokoroku from Shogun Roku Rakugo Shinju. So interesting looking <laughs> course. It's got the teeny tiniest character in the world. Interesting designs. As uh. usual. After I just gave him crap like last season's review about character designs looking samey, suddenly on no words like all these weird looking characters. So always good. Uh, Sentence of a Bookworm Part 2 ad reveals April 4th start date and 12 episodes. And um, I, I'd like to point out, without spoiling things, she is wearing a certain robe. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of see that coming, but... <laughs> uh, cannot be more excited. Uh, they're also getting a two-episode OVA as part of a limited edition novel release no, on no, March no. 10th. Bigger, more important thing that needed to be pointed out was that the end doesn't say Netflix no, on it. No, 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 no. The end of the video doesn't say Netflix no. on it. I seen it. She was holding one. I thought for sure she was holding it. Holding what? A book. Oh, thought I seen her holding a book. Maybe that was just that. Ah, oh, I thought I seen her holding a book. Yes. Um. Yeah, they have a two-episode OVA coming out for the limited edition novel release on uh, March 10th. Uh, the two episodes is called A House Call to Miss Colina and Yustuk's Master Plan for Downtown Infiltration. Hopefully we will see those over here, please. <laughs> they are, I think they're technically supposed to just be side stories, so I don't think it's going to hurt not watching them. It shows her with one in her hand. She's holding a book there. That could be fake, though. <laughs> that could just be an out that could just be a cover it could just be a cover but uh yeah exciting stuff definitely looking forward to that i think there's gonna be a lot of play off of the idea that the the commoners are gonna be mad at her because she's wearing that robe I probably so yeah more great stuff cannot wait art tv second promo shows an april 4th debut for the series um, for those who don't know, this one is um, 16th century uh, Firenze, Italy. One girl, one artistic ambition, the birthplace of the Renaissance era where art is thriving. In one small corner of the vast city, one sheltered girl's journey begins. She dreams of becoming an artist, an impossible career for a girl born in a, uh, into a noble family. Uh, in those days, art is exclusively male profession. I think we talked about this already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds familiar. But... Uh, with a woman facing strong discrimination, in spite of all these challenges, art perveres, uh, perseveres with work, hard work, and with positivity. That's art with an E at the end. Arte. I don't know. That's probably really... Yeah. So yeah, more more visuals of it. Looks pretty cool. I'm kind of pretty optimistic about that one. That's another one of those ones coming in the spring era that's going to be massive. <laughs> so... I don't know. My, I kind of have this dark inside of me that says, I want this to fail so I have more time for the other millions of shows. But it does look really good. So I'm kind of iffy on the art style, but I think I can get used to it. A lot of it looks really fantastic. So yeah. There you go. Um, quickly, Yen Press licenses Fiance of the Wizard Manga. And Seven Seas has licensed Made in Abyss Anthology book. 
Um, let's see, I already talked about that one. We kind of technically already talked about that one. And yeah, Final Fantasy Remake has been delayed till April 10th, which really sucks. <laughs> I'm more annoyed by the fact that it's exclusive to P- PlayStation until 2021. Why is that? Because it should be for everybody. Everybody should have Final Fantasy VII. They will get it. it the entire get it. world should have access to it. Just tell me exactly why that bothers you. Because everybody should have it. You just want it on the Switch. It's yes, not I want coming, it on my Switch. It's not going to release on the Switch. <laughs> well, I'll eat those words in like three years, but if they didn't put Final Fantasy XV on it, I doubt they're going to put Final Fantasy VII on it. They just put that crappy mobile version of it on the on the Switch. That, so that crappy mobile version. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it wasn't that bad technically. It's just is that, it, it, it doesn't matter. It looks like crap. It looks garbage. I don't want it. We don't like that old school Final Fantasy VII look sprites character designs. No, no. <laughs> that old school Final Fantasy VII character designs with the polygon fat characters. No, no. Uh, I was going to talk about my D and D experiences in in California, but I guess I can hold off on that because we're kind of running long. Um, let me see if I can find one question to do. Speaking of which, I think we're getting kind of close to running out of questions. If y'all want to dump some more questions on there, I always always accept more questions. Oh, let's do the first, next one up. Uh, we have uh, Blue Blue ninety six says. So I've gotten I got a hypothetical question for you. Say you've won the lottery and you could uh, you had an untold amount of money. You decide that you want to either create your own anime. What kind of anime would it be? Or use your money to continue a series that you have not yet always wanted to complete out but never did. If so, which one? Lastly, if you were to decide to make your own anime, who would you? Who would your dream team be? If you could pick a studio, director, audio team, voice actors, or, or other needed components from any anime production, what would it be? First time questioning here. Appreciate you guys and keep up the good work. Thank you so much for your kind words. Easy. Can we just get the easy one out of the way? Oh, the Complete remake one. and full adaptation of Spice and Wolf. Yeah, that's pretty easy. That's uh, an easy one. Mayu, Mayu is my <laughs> other one. I would like a full redo and completion of Claymore. I think that I've done that one before too. ReZero was an easy one, but that that finally got continuation. I think that was another big one that we always brought up. The Grimgar Fantasy Nash. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to see Grimgar Fantasy Nash completed. Now. This is that that's the automatic answer because that's the easy one for what you're you're you pretty much say there. But if you're giving me an untold amount of money, I have ideas to take over the entire western industry. Cuz I I think I've got a way to knock out Funimation, Crunchyroll, knock them all out. And maybe I'll tell this to you later, but yeah, I if I had an untold amount of money, that's exactly what I'd do. Knock them all out. There you go. Because I, I, I know. I figured it out. I is smarts. This is idea I got. This is an we're, idea. Unfortunately, don't have any resources to do you'll it. You'll put out a show. <laughs> and then you'll put this, this, this file. I think I want to call it a turna. And a you'll turna. give turnas to everybody. <laughs> and they'll download from you. And then... They will then cede to somebody else, and then everybody will have access to the show 
without having to stream it. Ideas. I'm telling you. Nobody has ever thought of this. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways. But no, if I had the ability, I I could I and I could get some programmers together. I could. De- I I think that I have the solution to all of our problems. There you go. Quest Ram says a couple questions. If you find yourselves interested in, interested in t- discussing them, uh, one: Do you prefer watching anime alone or with others? Does your preference differ depending on the series? I enjoy watching shows that are more. I guess require a lot of attention and have like really drawn out explanations alone because if anybody's in the room not pointing at any way specific and they fidget it distracts me and i want to focus on the show and usually shows that are like more i guess talking in depth about things i i need the more focus on um these days but typically comedies you can't beat watching comedy with somebody that you know enjoys a comedy too. So the comedy is cute girls doing cute things. I really do enjoy watching those with Chris because I think we do kind of bounce off each other when we find things funny. Um, I do. Um, it, I know that it sounds like because of the, my, my aversion towards dark stuff. I do like shows that make me think. And that's one of the frustrating things is I find a lot of the shows that are more interesting and go into deeper concepts tend to be in the darker side. Um, so yeah, I tend to like, um, as far as it, it having that somebody to talk to about the, the more, yeah. when you, when you get, got a show like, like, uh, Game of Thrones, for lack of a better term, that that was a great way for me and Andrew to just go back and forth on what do you think if this person is doing this or that person's doing that, and it's it's interesting to do that kind of stuff when you have a show that's deep like that. Um, but yeah, having a show that you can just poke fun at and have fun goofing off that is just a million times better when you have somebody to talk. We need to, to watch Psyche K. <laughs> I seen that on Netflix, my Netflix the other day, and I'm like, crap, we really need to get back to watch that one. Because we we had a lot of fun laughing about Psyche K, um, but no, I, I, I agree that it's frustrating with with a lot of those more serious shows that do get pretty gruesome. Uh, Babylon was a recent example of that. I was like, I technically really want to talk Chris about that, but I wasn't sure what certain things he'd want to kind of sit through. Even though we kind of joked about it when I actually record the review for it, which I haven't posted yet, but I ended up showing one scene to him because I wasn't sure if he was ever going to watch it, and he ended up actually being okay with it and like but you don't get the context of why it sucks yeah but there is and that was one of those things it's like yes if i cared about the character it probably would have been a million times worse but yeah, i would have been cringing like crazy i couldn't imagine reviewing made in abyss if chris dropped off of that show like the whole gruesome crap that happened later on it's like thankfully it kept with it because it, it it's it's those really kind of dark shows that i'm really frustrated that he doesn't watch as well because i really want to talk about them with certain aspects of them but technically with a lot of those shows if we don't watch it together one of us can fall off one of them or one of the other one can fall off of it if we don't, if we don't watch it separately alone so that's why we usually kind of pick all the main key ones to watch together because that makes us kind of focus on finishing those and we don't get sidetracked and forget and we are usually pretty okay with if if we go yeah i kind of really want to talk about this show the other person will go and back and watch it 
second question is for minimalists who are on the minimalist side, how can we support, how can one support the anime industry without purchasing physical merchandise? Um, buying goods imported from Japan. That's pretty much the only way that I can actually, that I anymore suggest like technically subscriptions on Crunchyroll. Yeah, they do get quite a bit of money to buy the licenses to stream them. I think anymore when we talk about how the anime industry makes its money, we we lean more for like live shows, stage plays, uh, voice actors, seiyuu meets, uh, merchandise that they sell in Japan. Over here, there isn't really many ways that we can directly fund them the full dollar that we're giving them. Like anything you get over here and you throw a hundred dollars bill down down the table. Very little of that gets back to the actual creators of the anime. If you want to support them, it's more the source material. It's stuff like that that's really going to kind of get back to the creators themselves. So like I said, the main way that I can see that you get full fulfillment out of because I think unless you know Japanese, you're not going to want to buy the Blu-rays from Japan. You're not going to want to buy the manga from Japan. You're not going to buy the, the light novels because they're not really translated. But... And there's some cases where that is. You you can find some Blu-rays that do have English subtitles and that all the power to you to buy them. They're very expensive. Um, but I think the most tangible way that you can probably get something out of it is things like figures, um, merch on sites like AmiAmi, stuff like that is probably the best way that I can see. And of course, like I said, streaming legally, but it's, it's really... Streaming on Crunchyroll and stuff is really only supporting those sites to put more money into the industry because your direct watching of a show isn't really affecting them. It's more because Crunchyroll and these other sites exist, they pump more money into the anime industry, which would not normally get pumped into it. So that's the only reason why we really kind of support it. Crowdfunding campaigns are great too. So if you see like Nakarapato did one, um, I think uh, Sugar did one at some point, I think, right? Yeah, they did it for the second... A Little Witch Academia movie, or OVA. So if you ever see them doing those, support them that way as well. Spice and Wolf did one for the Spicy Tales for the new Spice and Wolf thing. Look for those crowdfunding campaigns. You can often... Unless they're a crowdsourcing Japan-specific thing, you can, most in most cases, support them through those crowdfunding sites. So, Anything else for you? No, you pretty much covered everything. No, there you go. Alright, um... We got two questions in there. <laughs> we'll get a lot more questions through next episode. Cause like I said, we had a lot of catching up to do with the news. So um, we'll probably, I'm kind of thinking there's a possibility I might do my decade anime list next week. We'll see, but um, we'll do some more discussions following week after that. So look forward to that. Thanks guys for the questions. Sorry. We missed them this time around. We will get them next time around. Uh, thanks as always for supporting us and for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed this run through of the news. That seems important to us, so it should be important to you because it's important to us. And as usual, go to talkyspear.com. Up top there, you can find our links to most of our stuff, including our forums, social media links on the right side there, and all that good stuff. And you all take care. Os.
Watch